You're listening to the Business Shorts Podcast, where we interview successful small business owners in unique markets, all in under 30 minutes. If you want to start a small business and you're not sure what market to enter, or you're looking for actionable advice on how to improve your existing business, you're in the right place. For more information, show notes, and more, check out bshortspodcast.com. Today on the show, we have Soren Coglin Glazer, and he is in the photo booth industry. Uh, welcome to the show, Soren. Um, thanks, Sebastian. Thanks, Henry. So why don't we just go ahead and get started by uh, having you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and the business that you operate. I started as a uh, professional photographer in the weddings and events industry, and I built up a, a business shooting weddings, and it was pretty successful. And I really wanted to uh, add a photo booth to my offering so I could offer it to uh, brides and grooms along with my wedding photography packages and realized there was just nothing out there that was that would work as a good solution. So I had to create my own. And uh, now, now I focus on creating portable photo booths and renting them out. So I sell them to people and then we also rent them to events and it got so successful that I had to stop being a photographer. That's excellent. So it uh, sounds like you have two businesses. One is you sell and rent photo booths, but you also have a, a business where you do the service. Is that correct? Yeah. So, um, you know, if we have a local business called Portland, portlandphotobooth.com and uh, people call up all the time and we rent the booths out to parties locally here in Portland, Oregon. So I think renting out photo booths is, is a business that a lot of people have considered. I actually got married earlier this year, and we had a photo booth at our wedding. So what exactly did it take to get started in terms of cost and um, with your business in, in particular? Well, with, with, the, with the photo booths um, that we manufacture, it costs about $5,000 uh, for the actual hardware the booth and the computer and software and every printer, everything it takes to run a photo booth. So it costs about $5,000 for the, you know, the physical equipment. And then, you know, about two to $3,000 in advertising to get going about $8,000 and you're like running a full business. Okay. So $8,000 and you're started. Uh, what can people expect once they have the equipment, have the software, uh, know it and get a job. Uh, what what kind of revenues or prices could they charge, and what are some of the costs associated uh, with that particular event? It kind of depends on the you know the the area of the country you're in. You know, the more rural you are, the less people will pay for that kind of service. But you know, it's pretty standard to expect about to charge about two hundred dollars an hour for an event. And events are anywhere between two and five hours. Like say a typical wedding reception is about four hours, so you can charge about eight hundred dollars for that. What about cost? Uh, what kind of cost could people expect with that eight hundred dollar revenue ticket? Um, I guess you could run it yourself, and and your only cost would be you know the photo uh, that that comes out of it. But if you were to pay someone, I mean, I guess typically you'd be looking at eight to ten dollars per hour to pay someone, which would be maybe about. Mm, Forty dollars per transaction, or yeah, per- that sounds about right. You know, you know, depending. It also depends on the area of the country. You know, so you're talking about between ten and sixteen dollars an hour, depending on where you are, 
four or five hours of work. But that's actually a much larger cost. You know, if you're hiring someone to run the fo- to run the photo booth, if you're doing it yourself, you kind of eliminate that cost. Um, but then your actual print costs. So your your paper and ink costs are only about fifteen cents per print. You know, over four four or five hours. Let's say you do a hundred and you do a hundred prints over that amount of time. That's only fifteen dollars. Gotcha. And at fifteen dollars, even if you include labor. Uh, I'm just going to round up and call it $100 sure. in cost. Um, sure. So, I mean, $700 in gross profit uh, without even taking into account uh, depreciation or anything like that, which on a machine like this being used on the weekends, I, I would imagine even then is pretty low. I mean, are there any o- overhead costs that people can expect? You don't really know overhead costs because you can keep it in your house. These, you know, I've designed the uh, – photo booth kit to be so portable that it'll fit in a garage easily you can even i keep mine in my house so i keep them in a closet um and then they'll transport in any car so you do have some transport costs there's gas and insurance for the car but you'd pay that with any business that you're uh, traveling to what does it cost you to acquire a customer and what are the best channels to acquire customers Starting out, most of my customers would come through Google, so through my website. So it was purely like website investing. So the more I invested in my website, the more customers I got. And so that can either be organically or through pay-per-click ads on Google AdWords. I would say that the cost of acquiring a, a client through Google AdWords, you know, having a website and attracting people through ads would be about $50 a client. And that's assuming you can book about 50 events a year. Gotcha. So I'm looking at net profit, Soren, and I'm getting, you know, if you're getting 800 per job and you have 100 in labor and materials and then 50 to acquire and some minimal overhead, I'm looking at like a net profit of about 550. I'll just call it 500 to 550 per uh, per event. Would you say that's accurate? That's about right. Uh, you'll make more on some and you'll make less on others. I mean, the, I do a lot of photo booth rentals in my rental side where I'll rent them to a school or a nonprofit. So I'll charge a lot less. Um, so I'll charge you know, 100, 125 an hour uh, for something like that. They don't have as much money to spend, but they do. That's a big market for photo booths. Um, plus a lot of those events happen not on a weekend, like during the week on a Monday or Tuesday. So, so I'll charge less for those events, uh, and more for the high traffic times like Saturdays, Fridays. Gotcha. So I'm going to make the assumption that if it's during the week, uh, you know, if you're charging about half or a little bit over half revenue, uh, net profits, probably only about 250 per job on those. Uh, and then on the weekend, you maybe expect 500 per job. Uh, would you say that's accurate? Yeah, that's about right. Okay, and uh, out of 52 weekends per year, or we'll call it 104 weekend days, uh, what percentage would you say you're busy? I would say, you know, if you looked at all of my weekends, I'd say I'd book at least one photo booth on every Saturday. And again, that kind of depends on your market. I'm in the Portland, Oregon market, so there's perhaps more more events going on than like a community with like 30,000 people. So we have about half a million right in Portland and a million and a half in the area. Right, right. That makes sense. Um, just for our listeners, 
uh, who are thinking of getting in, uh, let's say they are in a city or a suburb that they could get some pretty decent uh, attention uh, and they wanted one booth, would you say within one to two years it would be reasonable for them to have maybe a 50% utilization on weekends? Uh, Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, definitely. uh, Probably more than that. Well, you know, I'm just looking at it from a purely Saturday perspective. And if they're, if they're utilized, uh, we'll call it 75% of the time, you know, it's, you're looking at about a $20,000 net profit per year per booth. Um, Does that seem reasonable? Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, definitely. One booth, $20,000. You should be able to do that in, in a year for sure. If you're in a large enough area. Well, that's excellent. The business can really be run as a part-time business for people who have weekends off. It can be run as a full-time business as well. If you have more than one booth and you're willing to work during the week as well, there's all sorts of corporate events that happen during a week. I guess one question is, if someone's looking to get in and they want to buy or uh, buy a new unit from you, uh, but they don't have too many Google advert uh, advertising skills, um, is that something that you can help them out with? Yeah, definitely. We, we, you know, because we are doing it, you know, we are renting them out. We are using Google AdWords and we have a lot of experience with that. So we pass on almost everything we know to every client. So if you buy a photo booth, we help them think about Google AdWords, think about building a web page. We can even build a web page for you. You know, half of uh, the benefit of buying a photo booth from us really is how much knowledge we have in the industry and how willing we are to share what we know. Are you required to carry insurance or any certifications or anything like that to be able to operate? Uh, There aren't any uh, licenses other than a standard business license. Um, And there's no insurance requirements usually, although some venues, uh, hotels maybe mainly, um, some schools require you to have uh, liability insurance. Uh, So having about a million to two million dollars in liability insurance will allow you to do certain events that you wouldn't be able to otherwise. So that's an extra cost. But generally, I make more in one event than it costs to pay for the insurance for the whole year. So if you can't do the event, you might as well get the insurance and do the event anyway. It's about $500 a year is what I pay for my rental company. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Uh, Just having insurance in case something happens. Um, One thing I'm thinking about is uh, everything you've said just... I mean, I wouldn't say it sounds too good to be true, but uh, what what is what are some of the challenges in this business? I'd say most of the challenges have to do with the the technical aspects of the booth. Photo booths are really run on computers, so you have to spend the time to learn the equipment, learn the computers, to, to learn the things that could go wrong. You know, learn how printers work and how they interface with the computer. And we help people. We, we're there for them on the phone. And we guide them through the process. And I see people struggle with it. People that start doing events before they're ready, before they've even learned how to run a photo booth. So that is, that is and sometimes Photoshop skills actually really help because you can make the prints look fancier, like putting people's logos and names at the bottom of the strips. Some people struggle with that. And then, you know, some people struggle with, advertising they think it's a fun business and so they jump into it but they don't realize that you do you you have to spend some money advertising you can tell all the people in the world that you know but eventually you're gonna have to 
think about AdWords or ads in local publications, things like that. If you're younger looking to get into the wedding industry, which everybody knows can be very profitable, uh, this looks like a good way to get your foot in the door. Uh, do you know anybody that, that does that, starts off with this and then grows this business and then uh, kind of moves to something else within whether it's catering or DJ or whatever the case is in wedding? I have people that go both ways, actually. I have like established DJs and photographers who already who are in the industry who buy a photo booth to add on to their business. And I've had venues actually do the same thing where they'll buy a photo booth. And then there's people who start off not knowing anything, but you do learn a little bit about photography along the way. So you, you can add different photography services with the knowledge you gain running the photo booth and add photography as a you know roving photographer who would go around and take pictures at an event as well. How does one differentiate themselves in, as a photo booth operator, because I, I know, like when I, when I was getting married and I searched photo booth, I mean, a lot of people came up on on the big uh, websites like the Knot and Wedding Wire. So, you know, what makes one photo booth um, kind of stand out above the others? Uh, well, some some people talk up the quality of their booths. There are some booths out there that are kind of lower quality that use lower quality equipment like webcams. So our booths come with, you know, fancy DSLRs and fancy dye sublimation printers, which are like the highest quality printers that you can really have at, at an event. So you can talk up your quality. You could also get really uh, involved with the uh, the design of the strips, you know, really helping people put their logos on there and get their message at the bottom of the strips. The more hands are you on with that, that really makes clients happy. Then there's the whole... Uh, the whole side of the photo booth business with props. So, you know, you could have, you know, really great prop collections that you offer. I bundle those all in. I don't charge people extra for props. I just always bring them because people enjoy them so much. Then there's uh, technical things that certain booths can do. You could offer, uh, you could offer more things. You can offer video from a photo booth where you take little video clips of people or animated GIFs of people and stuff along with the photos you could also you know offer emailing and texting of the strips so there's some or green screen things like that where you put take photos of people in the booth with a green sheet behind them but then like when they get the prints looks like they're in paris or in the mountains or something we're getting chased so you by can offer technical yeah you can offer technical things like that to differentiate differentiate yourself have you heard of people being able to get loans for this type of business? Is this something that a bank will do a small business loan for, or is it just too low dollar? We, we've definitely had people do bank loans you know, with their local banks. We, we work with a financing company, so when you buy a booth from us, you have the option to finance it right away. And then a lot of people put it on a credit card because you know, it isn't that much, so they can put half or all of it on a credit card and then self-finance it that way. Or their parents' credit card. And yeah, <laughs> even better. <laughs> yeah, I've had people buy them for their children to help them start a business, for sure. No, I, I think that's great. I, I, like I think uh, especially you know, trying to learn some responsibility and how to manage people and uh, learning the business side of you know, this is how much you got in. I know 800 sounds like a lot you know, when you're that young, and, and it really is a lot. But uh, when you think about you have to worry about fixing things, it, it's just not that all you know rainbows and butterflies so i think it's a great idea well it is a real uh it's a real social business 
you know, you're very hands-on with the customer. So not only the customer that hires you, let's say a bride and groom hire you, that's your main customer. But when you get to the wedding, there's 100 to 200 extra customers that you have that are going to the booth all the time. You know, each one is a potential future customer for you. So you can use each event to help market yourself. You can teach anyone how to be you know, more business oriented with their customers just by putting them in this situation. It really forces the situation. It makes you deal with these people on a one-to-one level. I think you just sunk mine and Sebastian's battleship uh, when you started talking about being sociable. We're we're engineers, so uh, <laughs> I, think, I think we'll pass. Sebastian, you uh, you ready to get with the big questions? Yeah. So uh, let's go to the first question that we ask everyone. Um, what's one piece of advice you'd give listeners that are looking to enter this market? Well, yeah. I mean, my my big piece of advice is is that you have to treat this as a business, and every event that you have. You know, it's really easy to tell your friends that you're going to start this business and then they'll say, well, I got a party coming up and you'll, you'll book a few events pretty easily that way. But every event you have is a business opportunity and because every person that goes into the booth really is a, a potential future customer. So you have to treat every person as if they're paying you because they might be the next person that's paying you. And you can build your business pretty quickly just from – you know, interpersonal skills of dealing with all the people that go into the booth and just treat it like a business because, you know, you can have the booth, but in order to make money, you got to have clients. It's a pretty easy business to run if you have a lot of clients. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that's a great answer. Uh, it's very wise. I, I see a lot of service-based industries where um, even owner operators are very not engaged in the uh, in the service and sure. knowing that everyone's a customer, I think that's that's great advice for any service. So, um, I, I guess the second question we always ask is, uh, do you have a resource, whether it be a website or a blog or any kind of book, even that you would recommend to people who are looking to get into this business? As far as the actual running of the photo booth business, we have a we have an ebook on our website that goes over the the basics of running the business and what it entails and what you can expect financially and uh, insurance wise and just day to day day to day running of a photo booth business uh, so that that ebook can handle most of that and that's just right at jiffyphotobooth.com what you really need to do is focus on you know getting your web page seen on Google get your Google AdWords up and start getting customers. One of my favorites is HubSpot.com. Just has lots of business information, lots of ideas about how to get your website noticed out there in the world. Yeah, I've actually been on HubSpot before, and and they run a real slick operation. They're very, very professional. They have tons of resources. Yeah, I I think that's a great resource for anyone looking at marketing. Yeah, it's really helped me. It's really helped me with my marketing. So where can people find more about you? I know you, you talked a little bit about uh, kind of what, how you can help people. Uh, how can people get a hold of you? Yeah, they, they can uh, go to my website, which is jiffyphotobooth.com. Uh, and if you want to see you know, what we're doing on the rental side to kind of model your business after what we're doing, you go to portlandphotobooth.com. Okay, great. And and you also will provide up to a year of, of support if somebody um, decides to go through you? 
Yeah, we have a year of support. You can call, text, email as much as you want. And in reality, it goes beyond that because once you've done a few events, we teach you as much as you need to know. So you, people stop calling. So if someone calls me in a year and a half, you know, it's usually because they're wanting to expand or something like that. They're, you know, or some small technical issue that they're trying to work through. Yeah, you know, support is support is key for sure with these things. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, well, Soren, thank you for your time. I, I think it's very clear that um, you care about your business, and I, I think if if everybody who runs a service based business runs it as similar as you, where you know you you sell equipment, you rent it, you offer the full package from advertising, and uh, even have an ebook. I mean, it's clear that you care about your business and your customers, and 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 it shows. Uh, you know, to me within 30 minutes. So I, I very well done. Um, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot of fun with it. It's, it's, it really is a fun business because everyone going and everyone just loves it. You know, they go into a photo booth, they're having a good time and you're helping them do that. So it's a lot of fun. Well, thanks a lot, Soren. We appreciate your time. Thanks guys. All right. Take care. I thought that was an excellent interview. Uh, Seabass, do you want to give us a few pros and cons, what you saw about photo booth? Sure thing. So, um, I like how it is uh, easy to enter this business, and it's actually kind of easy to operate, it seems like. Uh, it doesn't take any unique or special skills. I think the best people uh, in this business are, are the really personable ones, the ones that enjoy being uh, in a social setting and having fun with the people that uh, are in the photo booth. I also love that this is an entry into the wedding business. I mean, the wedding business is a mega industry where dollars don't even matter and I would know because I got married recently and dollars certainly mattered to me but uh it's one of those times where where people just spend money without thinking too much about it uh what I don't like about it is uh it seems a little difficult to scale and grow so I think if you started adding photo booths it it start to get a little complex just managing the people and managing different events at the same time and then the other kind of con that I thought uh, that actually kind of doubles up as a pro is the low barrier entry. Actually, I think I already said that, didn't I? No, but it's a double-edged sword and you're right. I mean, anytime it's a low barrier of entry, it's, it's easy for you to get in, but easy for others too once you have your business established. So I, I think that's kind of inherent about, you know, market entry. In, in addition to some of the pros you mentioned, which I think you nailed them right on the head, one you missed is the high profitability. We're talking 50 to 60 uh, and I was stretching it, uh, net profit, net profit. So uh, for someone who, you know, you're 20, you're an extrovert and you want to make some money, I think you can get going quick. I mean, this could be a cash-friendly business within a year. And uh, some of the cons is, man, it's kind of like you said, it's scalability, but it's just market size. You can scale it, or even if you did scale it and you manage people, you know, I don't think you're going to drive – you know, hundreds of miles to do this for an event uh, at $800 a pop. So there's a limit to your market and, and I could see it getting saturated, especially with these profitabilities being so high. So, uh, but right now, you know, the, the times are good and I think, you know, strike while the, the iron's hot. Be sure to check out the show notes for this and other episodes at bshortspodcast.com. Let us know what other businesses you'd like to learn about and be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. See you on the next episode. 
You're listening to the Business Shorts Podcast, where we interview successful small business owners in unique markets, all in under 30 minutes. If you want to start a small business and you're not sure what market to enter, or you're looking for actionable advice on how to improve your existing business, you're in the right place. For more information, show notes, and more, check out bshortspodcast.com.